Welcome to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey guys. Before we get into the excellent music we have lined up for your listening pleasure today, we want to let you know the following is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Are you in need of a new chair for your office, studio, or gaming space? Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Go to Technisport USA.com and use that offer code LDG to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box on all of our videos and in the descriptions for our podcasts on podcast services. We've got TechniSport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all of the support. This is going to be a, a fun episode, I think, today. Uh, we are going to be exploring the music of the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy, where, you know, obviously we're continuing our, our look into the Final Fantasy franchise. We've gone all the way up through. We've done 11 and 14. We've already done 14, but uh, we, we skipped over 13 to just lump the two online games together. So, uh, you know, we did 10 and 12. We're now looking at the uh, trilogy for Final Fantasy 13 before concluding next month with uh, with a deep dive into Final Fantasy 15 soundtrack. But uh, we've got a couple tracks from each of the games here. We have five from Final Fantasy 13. We've got six from Final Fantasy 13 2. And then we have five from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. And then I have a special playout track that comes from uh, 13 2 that I that I had to put at the end because it is absurd. And you're going to really like it. So there's 17 tracks on today's episode. Uh, We're going to be looking at the soundtrack to Final Fantasy 13 here for a few minutes before we get into the next game. So we got five tracks from Final Fantasy 13. Like I said, that opening track you heard is called Promised Eternity. And it was composed by the main composer, the only composer that worked on Final Fantasy 13, the original game. That's Masashi Hamuazu. And he is... Been, been doing some things at Square Enix for a little while now in terms of video games. His first kind of composition at Square Enix was on Front Mission Gun Hazard, where he worked alongside Yasunori Mitsudo, Junyu Nakano, and Nobu Yamatsu back in 1996. Um, but his kind of catalog is very spread out throughout the year. So even though his first game was in 96 for Square Enix, his next game was in 1999 with Saga Frontier 2. And then he would go on to have a hand in a Final Fantasy X soundtrack with Nobu Yamatsu and Junyu Nakano in 2001. He did the soundtrack for Unlimited Saga in 2002. Uh, he did the the soundtrack with Ryu uh, Yamazaki in 2006 for Dirge of Cerberus. Um, obviously, and then we're talking about Final Fantasy Thirteen here. But after that, he would go on to do music for Thirteen Two, Lightning Returns with other people. Uh, his most recent game was The Alliance Alive back in last year, Atlas's game with uh, mm-hmm. Ayani Hamuazu. Um, and he also did some stuff with uh, World of Final Fantasy from uh, 2016, which I still see haven't played. I need to do that. See, see that this guy has some good music coming out of his Hamawazu. You get it? You get it? Hamawazu. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I get it. Hilarious. Hilarious! That's Hilar- what I'm here for. Hilarious. Hilarious. So funny. So funny. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be exploring uh, a lot of his music today. And uh, it's it's really, really cool because 
while Final Fantasy 13 as a trilogy gets a lot of flack, a lot of people don't like these games, the soundtracks are really strong for all three of these games. The soundtracks are really, really, really good. Uh, I myself, I was not a big fan. I wasn't a fan of Lightning Returns at all. I was not a big fan of the third one, Lightning Returns. It was that was what was supposed to be Valkyrie Profile before they made it Lightning Returns. Uh, I would have much preferred it to be Valkyrie Profile, and I think I would have enjoyed it better had it been. But because it was shoehorned into another Final Fantasy 13 game, I uh, I really didn't uh, really didn't appreciate that. 13-2 is the best of the three. 13-2 is fantastic. Final Fantasy 13 is okay. Final Fantasy 13 is just okay. Uh, it definitely has a powerful story, and I probably like it more than a lot of other people do. The story is really the story is really strong, and uh, they the some of the end sequences are are very powerful. But. Uh, Gameplay wise, a lot of people just aren't aren't too fond of Final Fantasy 13 and it sucks because, you know, we, we were stuck with 13 for the longest time, about five years worth of time from the time it originally released until the time when it was over. But I still I still am excited for you to get to these games whenever you do on revisiting the classics. I, I, I am excited for you to check these out. I, I'm sure I'm going to love him because I, I already feel like Light, Lightning is my second favorite Final Fantasy character. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, well, I like her sister, Sarah, better. Sarah, Sarah is fantastic. She, you'll see her in Final Fantasy 13, too. You see her a little bit in 13, but uh, you see her a lot in Final Fantasy 13, too. She's the uh, the main character in 13, too. But um, yeah, dude, so let's go ahead and keep exploring the music of Final Fantasy 13. Let's go ahead and jump into track number two. This is Blinded by Light. was blinded by light from Final Fantasy 13. I could do some of the roller in the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Blinded by the light. Yep, absolutely. That was written by um, Mr. Bruce Springsteen, made famous by Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yeah. Was that really written by Bruce? You're welcome. Well, I little, I actually, extra, little, little extra bonus liner note. I actually didn't know that was written by the boss. No, so Blinded by Light, that is the battle music for Final Fantasy XIII, and I really enjoy that theme for the battle music in this game. Uh, I think it's really well done. Is that the battle music throughout the entire game? Yeah. I mean, you will hear some variations in different areas, but it all, it all kind of boils back down to that, that main over-encompassing battle theme throughout. Um, like I said, they're obviously boss battles. You have different music to them. They, they usually do. 
But uh, you will hear this theme more often than not when you're in a battle. Like I said, there are certain special areas that have special battle music, um, but not too often. But uh, each what's really cool is like a lot of the zones in Final Fantasy 13, they have zone music. So, you know, like it's much like Warcraft where the zones have their own music and then it transitions to the battle music when you start battling and then it transitions back to the zone music when you're done. So really, really cool how they did that. Um, like I said, the soundtracks to Final Fantasy 13 are are really good. And I spent the last week listening to all three of them from from start to finish. And it's crazy because each one of them, uh, Final Fantasy 13 soundtrack is about, I think it's like 87 tracks deep. Um, 13 2 is right around, right around that mark, 75, 80 ish. And then Lightning Returns, I think, has 60. So I, I spent almost 300 tracks worth of Final Fantasy 13 trilogy music over the past eight or nine days since I knew we were doing this episode coming up. So I started doing that. And, uh,. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of Final Fantasy 13 music, and it was kind of hard narrowing it down because, like I said, I wanted to do just a couple I from each game. I wanted you, to, I wanted you to narrow it down just to 13 in general because that would have been cool. But uh, that would have been funny. I actually didn't think of that, but um, oh, it's too late for that now. Oh, that's well. all right. We'll cut. We're gonna cut four tracks. That you are. No, we're not cutting four tracks. We can't. No, it was hard enough for me to get it down to to 16 with that bonus 17th because I the reason I picked the bonus 17th track is specifically for you. So you're going to like that when we play that out later in the episode. But uh, let's go ahead and move into a little bit of... Did you say you had a fact on this one or no? I have a bonus fact, little liner note for the 13 uh, in general. Okay. So th the number 13 actually shows up a lot in this game. So the game itself has 13 chapters. It does. They're, the flashbacks take place... 13 days before the events of chapter one. There are 13 shops to buy items from. When you clear a message, when you clear, the, when you clear a mission, you can get an analog. You know how many of those are? 13. 13 of them. The data log has 13 submenus, and to get a five-star rating, you need a total of 13,000 battle points. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that, cool. that, that, that is something else that I didn't mention. Well, obviously, we're talking about the battle music, but the uh, the battle system actually had like a rating system to it, um, which definitely made it a little bit more interesting than some of the other Final Fantasies. I wouldn't say interesting in, in a good way, interesting in a, a very unique way for this well, battle system. Final, so. Final Fantasy 15 has that as well. It does. It does. It does. But this was the first time we would have seen it. So because 13 comes before 15, guys. <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead and take a look at another track from Final Fantasy 13. Again, these are all composed by um, Masashi Hamuwazu, not to make a joke about the man's last name. Come on now. But uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to Atonement.
And that was Atonement from Final Fantasy 13. Nice little slow emotional track there. You know, I love those. I like getting those in the episodes whenever I can. Do uh, your emo music. I wouldn't call it emo, but beautiful, dude. I would call it beautiful. And that's a beautiful piece of music right there that uh, Masashi Hamuazu was able to do. Um, it was. Wazu. <laughs> no, it's not funny, dude. <laughs> it's not funny. But uh, I tried to kind of format this episode by going like, you know, we got a, a slower song and then a, a more pick me up song, slower song, faster song. Kind of just I kind of tried to do it that way to where we're not getting too much of one thing at the same time. And uh, I, I think I did a fairly decent job of doing that throughout the, you know, throughout the tracks. But uh kind of hard to do because what's interesting about the 13 trilogy music is that the strongest tracks are the slow stuff and even if you like if you look at the soundtracks on youtube or anywhere else you look at like the amount of plays that some of the more emotional slower stuff has leaps and bounds hundreds of thousands more than the other stuff like that that just yeah like that that this music is a lot stronger in these in these three games than than the actual faster stuff so he's so, more of a serious composer. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, but this track, like I said, very beautiful, very emotional. I really, really like this. And you were looking up one of the uh, characters while you're listening to this, so. Yeah, I was just looking up uh, different characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, you haven't you haven't had a chance to play 13 yet, so you're kind of ignorant to what's game. going on. I, I, yeah, of I, course. I want to play this game. I mean, it seems like it's mostly a female cast. Hmm. It's probably the the heaviest in terms of females that a Final Fantasy has seen. I mean, you have Snow, who's a badass. You have um, Saz, I think was his name. Uh, S-A-Z-Z, I think was his name. But uh, other than that, it's mostly a, a female cast. But it's not a huge it's not a huge party cast in general, though. Like for some of the other Final Fantasies, you have so many you could pick from. There's only a handful in, in 13. There the was actually supposed to be more. There's supposed to be more men in the game, but um, like Lightning was meant to be more of a flirtatious and sex appeal kind of character. But they they scaled that back because they wanted to make her more serious. You know, like well, like it's more akin to like a Cloud Strife or a Squall Liner. So what they did was they made Fang into a woman. Right. Supposed to be, so, and they, they kind of passed some of those traits on to her. <laughs> What's interesting, though, they went too far into that spectrum with Lightning, because that was what a lot of people had issues with Lightning about, was that she was too serious, and that she almost, like, her character showed no emotion 90% of the time. So that was what, like, one of the biggest complaints about Lightning as the main protagonist was that... Well, she's trying to save her sister, you know, so... Well, the, but yes, but one of the biggest complaints about her was that she was just very, like, cardboard, dude. Like, she, she was just like just like a cutout copy of a, of a, of a character. I mean, a lot of people just didn't like that too much. But at the end of the day, I mean, she is a, a strong female lead character. Like, probably... And she does, and she does return. Twice. <laughs> but uh, she she might be the strongest female character that, that Final Fantasy, the franchise, has seen. So, like, she, she's a very powerful female character. Um, But earlier I mentioned that, you know, some of the zones in the game have music. So let's go ahead and take a listen to one of the zone pieces here. This one is called the Arkittal Step.
and that was the Arkittle Step from Final Fantasy 13 or Archlite. I don't know how you would pronounce that word. I always I always used to say Archlight Steep, but then I realized that it's actually not Archlight, <laughs> which is what you actually thought it was at first too. So, but it, it's actually I, I have a problem with uh, reading. Well, I always just thought that the L came before the Y. Like just when I look at it in a quick glance, it looks like it does. But uh, I, I do think it's Arkittle Steep. Um, but that is a piece of music. If you play Final Fantasy 13, you are going to be very familiar with and you're going to hear over and over and over and over again. So I told you, obviously, some of the complaints about Final Fantasy 13. One of the biggest complaints about the original Final Fantasy 13 is that it was a hallway simulator. So basically, you know how in Final Fantasy games they were they were they still guided you to where you needed to go, but you had the ability to explore the world map somewhat or take your time. There were branching paths. You could do different things, different side quests. Final Fantasy 13 doesn't give you that option. The first 10 or so chapters are all narrow paths with point A to point B direction. Like, there's no room for exploration. There's no side quest really that you can undertake. And it, it, it was really a, a negative aspect about Final Fantasy 13 is how, how linear the game was for the first 20 to 30 hours. Like, it was bad. It was really, really bad. When you get to this area, the Arkittle Steep is the first moment the game actually opens up, which is unfortunate because it's chapter 11. Oh, Jesus. You've already told me and you told them there's 13 chapters in the game. So the game doesn't open up for you until chapter 11, which is when you're able to start going out and doing certain side quests. And it's all you're on this new in the story. Something happens. You're in this area. And that's why it's 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 opened up. So like you're not even in the same area that you were before. So um, this area has these gigantic monsters roaming around that you can go hunt and take on. You can hunt the Lassies, which are some, you know, I, I'm not going to give it away because you haven't played it yet. But you can you can go take care of those. And uh, everything that you do is in this zone. So this is the, you're going to hear this music over and over again for the last couple hours of the game. But uh, you can even return to this area from the final dungeon. So it's just unfortunate that it took until the 11th chapter to actually open up. <laughs> the game's yeah. almost over. Yeah, that, that, that was one of the, obviously, the biggest complaints about the game. That's nuts, man. Yeah, but a beautiful piece of music nonetheless. It was, it was. I'm saying this guy has some, some talent. Yeah. But the melody you heard there underneath, the Stephanation Army? No. Um, <laughs> the reason I played that track before the next one is because that is a rendition of Sarah's theme, who we find out a lot more about in Final Fantasy 13 too, because she becomes the main character. But Sarah's theme, the the melody behind that is an underlying recurring thing that you hear constantly throughout the soundtrack. So to close out our look at Final Fantasy 13, let's listen to Sarah's theme. Make my wish come true, darkness slip
And that was Sarah's theme from Final Fantasy 13, which I realized we didn't even talk details about Final Fantasy 13 when we started this episode, so I may as well mention it now. Uh, Final Fantasy 13 released on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 March 9th, 2010 here in North America. It would eventually arrive on PC October 9th, 2014, so four years later. Uh, obviously, that's all we wanted to say. So I just wanted, I like putting <laughs> details in there, so... Uh, interestingly enough, it is on iOS and Android over in Japan. So this game is able to run on. Like, Everything is on iOS and Android over in Japan. Well, when I was, these games coming out of their Hamawazu. <laughs> what I was going to say is that mobile devices are not powerful enough to run Final Fantasy 13. So it's freaking crazy. But uh, yeah, dude, I think I think that is a good transition into. And first of all, a beautiful track. Uh, first one we've heard with actual lyrics. We'll hear some more with lyrics here in a little bit. But uh, Final Fantasy you know, like I said, 13 had a great soundtrack. Sarah's theme, that underlying thing you hear there, the the melody that's being sung to, you're going to hear that a lot throughout the Final Fantasy 13 soundtrack. Even so, in, in 13 2 and Lightning Returns, that is like the overall encompassing theme of the entire soundtrack. Like, that is the main thing that they, I think that is like the main thing that they composed for this. But, uh... Yeah, beautiful track. Absolutely love it. Like I said, Sarah is a, a much more likable character to me than than Lightning was. Um, if you if you actually look at like discussions on which Final Fantasy 13 ended up being the best out of the three, most people do agree that 13-2 was, you know, significantly better than the other two. Um, 13-2 was more like a traditional JRPG, whereas 13 and Lightning Returns were not. So... Um, but because Sarah is the main theme of 13.2, that is a good jumping point into our look at Final Fantasy 13.2. So we'll go ahead and, and get the details out of the way now. Final Fantasy 13.2 released on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 here in North America, January 31st, 2012. So two years after Final Fantasy 13. It would arrive on PC December 11th, 2014, uh, a couple months after the first game did in 2014. So... Uh, it just sucks, man. You just think about it because, like, you know, they were able to, you know, they made 13, then 13, 2. Final Fantasy 15 came out in 2016, and we're not going to see 7 Remake or 16 for a very long time. So, even, even, even as early, even as late as, you know, 2012, 2013, 2014, we were still getting Final Fantasy titles way faster than we are now. So, I say we, I can't wait for 13, 4. Yeah, not happening. Although I would welcome 10-3. I would welcome 10-3. But uh, Final Fantasy 13-2 was composed by uh, the same guy, Masahashi Hamuazu, but it was also done by Naoshi Mizuda and Mitsudo Suzuki. We'll take a look at those two after some of the tracks coming up. So let's go ahead and take a listen to our first track from Final Fantasy 13-2. This is Night of the Goddess.
And that was Night of the Goddess from Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh, here it goes. Everybody out there, go run and tell your homeboys and homegirls it's time for Sarah and Noel. <laughs> see, see, a little coolio for your, a little coolio action. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I didn't say he was a good rapper. He's just the official rapper of Level Down Games. No, he, he was okay, but you obviously uh, changed some of the lyrics there, so. Well, I'm not going to say Keenan and Kel. Right. Right, 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 right. I actually didn't even didn't even recognize that you were doing Keenan and Kel's theme. That's how bad that was. I am not a rapper, okay? I'm not even a good singer. I don't know why we're getting positive reviews for my, my you know, bad song about you. I'm not cool. <laughs> um... I want to talk a little bit about Naoshi Mizuda because we actually just recently talked about him in our um, most recent Final Fantasy episode. He was the main composer behind Final Fantasy XI. Okay. So he he was the one that did all the music that we listened to from Final Fantasy XI and then a couple tracks from Final Fantasy XIV. So th that's where he's going to get most of his namesake from. His first game, obviously, being Street Fighter Alpha, which we talked about um, in, in, in the last Final Fantasy episode. But, Resident uh, Evil 2. Yeah, he worked on... he. Well, he did the underground laboratory for Resident Evil 2. But, um, yeah, uh, most of his namesake is going to come from Final Fantasy XI Online. But uh, great freaking track, another battle theme. So I wanted to get the other another battle theme in for Final Fantasy XIII 2. Fantastic piece of music there. Really, really like what they did with the battle themes in, in this trilogy. Uh, very strong. I feel like very strong battle music. Uh, definitely, you know... Sometimes if battle music isn't good, it makes you not really want to engage in the battles because you don't want to hear it. But this time I wanted to get into as many battles as I could because I never wanted to stop hearing this music. It was <laughs> really, really, really good. Um, but I get to make fun of you for a second. Because, really? yeah, in that in that little stupid rap that you tried to do there at the beginning of this, um, you actually mentioned the character's name. You said Noel. Yeah. That's, inc that's incorrect. Why? Now, now it's not, what is it, Noel? That's exactly how the game pronounces it. Well, the game doesn't know how to pronounce the word Noel, okay? No. Noel is a guy. Well, then his parents don't know how to spell <laughs> Noel the right way. Okay, I, <laughs> because I pronounced it the way that Jesus pronounces it. And if you have a problem it's, with Jesus, you have a problem with me. In the first Noel? <laughs> no, I always thought it was I always thought it was weird that uh, of, of how it was spelled and how it was pronounced. But yeah, it, it actually is Noel because Noel is, is Sarah's companion. Um, uh, you know, the basically the guy that saves her at the beginning of the game. So, um, but funny enough, our next track from Final Fantasy XIII 2 is Noel's theme.
And that was Noel's theme from Final Fantasy 13 2. Beautiful piece of music. I love when the vocals kick in, dude. Uh, Noel has a very tragic story in 13 2. Uh, <laughs> I don't want, I'm not giving anything away because, again, I know you're going to play these games. But when you get to these games, dude. Starcross Lovers? No. Not really, because him and Sarah were never like that. It's just not the relationship they, that they had together. Um, but there is a a female that that Noel is involved with that is is very very tragic, and you'll see why when you actually get to this game. Um, and I, you don't even find out till near towards the end of of thirteen two why it's so tragic. So it's absolutely crazy. But uh, yeah, just very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. story. Like they said, the entire trilogy is a powerful story. Um, I think the story definitely is really good in these games. Uh, 13, two, again, being the star of the three. It's just unfortunate that 13 had so many issues with, you know, gameplay mechanics and being a hallway simulator there for the first 75 percent of the game. And then lightning returns, having a stupid time system. And it should have been a Valkyrie profile game anyway. And then it's just a lot of things wrong with two of the three games but 13 13 2 is the shining star of the three um again though great freaking piece of music so let's go ahead and talk about the other composer we haven't discussed yet that's mitsoto suzuki and he has done too much in the industry from what i was able to look into uh looks like he worked some on the zone of the enders series um, but i'm not sure exactly what he's done um heroes of mana is something that he worked on. It looks like he did a little bit with The World Ends With You, which has a remake coming out later this year on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, he does work on Dissidia Final Fantasy, which is the fighting series for Final Fantasy. And then obviously the 13-2 and Lightning Returns. Those are the biggest things I was able to pick out that he's worked on in the industry. So. He's also a member of Suzuki Gun. No, that's Minoru Suzuki, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh. I'm only Di- good for one thing, Brian, okay? I, I know wrestling. Different guy. I know. You don't even... You're so, you just don't know anything. Not even... I, I wouldn't even technically call you good for wrestling, so... Wow. <laughs> uh, I, 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 just, I bring that flavor, that spark into your life, and this is the way you treat me. Mm-hmm. You should be bringing the diversity. You just went to diversity training, so... I am very diverse. Yeah. I like puzzle games and games <laughs> with puzzles in them. And... <laughs> puzzles with games in them. and <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and take a f- listen to a, a fun track here. Again, from Final Fantasy 13 2. This one is titled Run.
And that was Run from Final Fantasy XIII 2. Great little rocking track there. Uh, one of the main things that stuck out to me about that track was the freaking drummer, dude. Obviously, the, the violinist is going off there as well throughout the entire thing, but uh, that drummer was absurd. Like, just keeping that beat, keeping that going, the, some of the drum fills that he did. Um, I, you know, I obviously have an appreciation for drumming. I used to drum when I was younger, and my dad was a drummer too, so... Um, I, in fact, the drummer on, drummer on this track was actually um, Neil Pert. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I do enjoy, you know, drummers and drumming. And when I was listening to the soundtrack, that immediately stuck out to me about this about this track was just how freaking insane some of those drum fills and rolls were. So I definitely had to play this one on the show. What's a nice little uh, liner note for this game? Something pretty cool that happened here. What's that? Uh, there's a Japanese men's fashion magazine, which already sounds awesome, called uh, Arena Hum Plus, and the characters from this game modeled Prada's summer collection of 2012. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Unbelievable. That's kind of funny, dude. Um, I'm not surprised. I mean, you look at the cast of Final Fantasy 15 and what they did with those with those four guys and modeling. True, I, certain, could, yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even eat a pack of a uh, cup of noodles without seeing those guys. <laughs> still to this day, they're still <laughs> on them in stores. So I'm, I'm not surprised that um, you know that they that they definitely had some marketing and fashion because even in with 15 in terms of fashion, uh, I you know you would see Noctis and clothing lines over in Japan like in, in advertisements so they definitely take popular characters from the gaming industry and, and utilize that in, in other ways of marketing it's because man for the longest time gaming was so popular over there and it seems to be dwindling a little bit just because of the mobile boom but uh, it's still I think it's still smart to take characters that are easily recognizable like that and use them in your marketing schemes it makes sense to me I don't know you would use Prompto but he's always dead well just heal him he's not dead well that's not how I play okay, heal yourself <laughs> alright man let's move on to track number 9 we're halfway done with the episode we're still on Final Fantasy 13 too we got 3 tracks left from this game plus that playout track we're going to play at the end uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to a track called Limit Break Let's 
was Limit Break from Final Fantasy 13 2. Uh, vocals were done by Shooty HG is his stage name. His actual name is Sean McPherson. And if you're wondering, uh, he does have another track in, in 13.2, but he also has a... So he contributed some stuff to Devil May Cry 3. So when I was looking up stuff here and, and surfing through some of the tracks, a lot of the comments I saw on this particular track was, holy crap, this is so similar to Devil May Cry. And it, well, it is because it's the same dude. So... <laughs> But uh, yeah, very, very Devil May Cry track there in Final Fantasy 13 too. But that's a, that's a fun piece of music there. And that's a boss theme used in several boss encounters in Final Fantasy 13 too. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's used in several boss themes there. Oh, that's an awesome song. When it's kicked in, I was like, is this metal? Is this metal? <laughs> yeah. Yep, it definitely is. Um... But I, I guess I, I knew you would enjoy that, and I knew you would have a, get a kick out of that track. Uh, it's not a bad track either; a very long track. It's over six and a half minutes long, so you know there there definitely is more to listen to there than than what we actually played here. So if you're interested, you can go check that out. But I you know I just didn't want to play the entire six and a half minutes before we came back. That just seems too long. That seems way too unless unless it needed to be done. I mean, but the song itself was composed by Mitsuko Suzuki, so... Yes, 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 it actually was composed by the actual poet, he just did the lyrics for it, so... Yeah. Yeah, yep. Um, okay, let's go ahead and jump to another character theme from Final Fantasy XIII, too. This is the new character that was introduced with Noel, and it's his counterpart, um, that, like, the... basically the antagonist to Noel's protagonist. So this is Caius's theme. And that was Caius's theme from Final Fantasy Thirteen Two, uh, introduced in Thirteen Two. It was not in the original Thirteen, but he is introduced in Thirteen Two, and then he proceeds through Lightning Returns, a freaking badass of a bad character, dude. Someone that you will get very familiar with as you play through this game and in the actual Lightning Returns, you know, Thirteen Three. 
Um, crazy freaking game, dude. No, as, as far as light motifs go, this is a pretty good uh, one for uh, for Caius. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. Uh, and he's got a great design, too. I absolutely love his character design. Well, Was, I pulled up a picture during, so yeah, he's yeah. freaking he's like rock star death. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely is. And uh, his, his voice actor is fantastic as well, because it's Liam O'Brien, who is very familiar to people who play Final Fantasy games. He was um, he's Kane in Dissidia 012, the, the one that was on the PSP, the fighting game there, uh, and, and in the most recent one as well. He's in Kidu in Type-0 HD. Uh, he was Red 13 in Advent Children. So um, he actually plays Kane in the remake of Final Fantasy 4 as well. So Liam O'Brien is a great voice actor, uh, does things besides um, Final Fantasy games as well. But, um, you know, animes, video games, movies, he's everywhere, dude. A uh, little, little fact about the song. OK, um, they had a hard time actually getting the song approved by the game's director. Really? Because the director, yeah, because the director actually wanted to make this song into something that would actually surpass the one winged angel Sephiroth theme from Final Fantasy seven. So Hard this, to do. They, 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 I know, but this went through more than four different uh, tracks and um, arrangements before they settled upon this version. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, it's he tried. Yeah, tried. Came close. I would say it's a great piece of music. I really like this track, but I don't think it's better than One Winged Angel. No. Um, Liam O'Brien also plays uh, War in Darksiders. So I wonder, oh, nice. if, I wonder if we'll see War in Darksiders 3. We'll see. But uh, yeah, dude, we've got one track left from 13.2 before we move on to Lightning Returns. Let's go ahead and take a listen to The Ruler of Space and Time.
And that was the ruler of time and space. I misspoke earlier. I said space and time. It actually is the ruler of time and space from Final Fantasy 13-2. And that'll be the last track we play from 13-2 until we get to the play out song here in a little bit. But uh, great piece of music again, dude. Freaking love that track. Uh, that was a good song. Um, I'm assuming that's the final boss battle. Close to it. Close, okay. Close to it. The the actual final boss battle I felt was not as epic as this one, so I didn't include that. Uh, I, I do enjoy this one a lot more. So this game had one of my favorite things when it comes to video games, and that is called downloadable content. Would you pay an extra premium for? Uh, so there was DLC costumes for Sarah and Noel. Noel. Well, uh, they actually referenced other video game characters. So, yeah, there was a. There I was remember a there was an. There, I was gonna say there was an N seven armor. I remember that specifically. Yeah, yes, it was. It was actually uh, the Commander Shepard armor in general. Uh, there was uh, the Ezio uh, Assassin's Creed robes. Yeah, Ezio Editore. And, and there was also white and black mage fr- uh, robes from the uh, other Final Fantasy games. Right. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I enjoy when when RPGs give you alternate costumes that are that are not just bikini outfits or swimsuits, yeah. because that is the obviously the standard like any any JRPG you get typically has costumes that you can unlock that are swimsuits or school uniform outfits or made costumes like that's just the standard when it comes to tales or even you look at Shining Residence Refrain or even some Final Fantasies do that, too. But uh, I like when there's actually meaningful costumes as well, because uh, I do like to switch things up. I like to actually mess around with costumes. And even in you know, the most recent one that I'm playing, Shining Residence Refrain, I like messing around with the costumes, but I don't like running around in bikinis because I just feel like that's not it just doesn't seem natural to me. I don't know. And the reason I even mentioned this is my final fact is because, like you said, you like changing costumes, changing costumes a big deal in this next game, huh? Final Fantasy 13-3. Uh, mm hmm. Well, lightning, lightning returns. Lightning returns. Uh, her entire battle system is based around costumes. Yeah, to an to an extent. To 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 an extent, yes. Uh, I I was not a fan of lightning returns. It definitely just just was not my cup of tea. I I did not enjoy it. I played through it because I wanted to see the conclusion of the trilogy, but it was not something that I enjoyed doing the entire time I was doing it. So Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 released on PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, February 11th, 2014, again, two years after 13.2 here in North America, and it would release one year after 13.2 on PC, December 10th, 2015. Um... Composed by the same three individuals, Naoshi Mizuda, Mitsudo Suzuki, and Masashi Hamuwazu. Let's go ahead and take a listen to our first track from Lightning Returns. This one is titled Chaos.
And that was Chaos from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, as you were talking about there a little bit, uh, that that is obviously battle music, but um, the the battle system in Final Fantasy, or I'm sorry, Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13, it is kind of like an active time battle system, but it uses this paradigm shift system that the 13 and 13.2 also utilize this a little bit to where you could switch stances and that kind of stuff to 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 better take use of abilities, but Lightning Returns took that up another level by kind of mixing it with the the system that was used in Tentu, which was the Dress Sphere system, which allowed you to equip different costumes to get different abilities. So Lightning does have access to these costumes that you can get throughout the game with different abilities locked to each costume and the battle system is basically a combination of active time battle by doing attacks but then switching to different costumes which have their own active time battle meters attached to them and different abilities it was convoluted it was very convoluted just like the game was very convoluted uh, because it dealt with a time system that had to be had to be adhered to uh, and, it, I, and I absolutely hate when uh, when games have time systems that, that punish you for taking your time or punish you for wanting to explore the world or or do side quests. I don't like that when it comes to RPGs. And uh, the game suffered because of it. On Metacritic, it's sitting at a 69 out of 100 for the Xbox 360 version, uh, 68 out of 100 for the PC version, and a 66 out of 100 for the PS3 version, which the PS3 version has about two-thirds more reviews than the Xbox 360 version and, you know, seven or four-fifths more reviews than the PC version, so. Um, um, is the time system real-time, or? Uh, no. No, okay. No, it's not real-time. It is in-game time, which goes extremely quick. That sucks. It does suck. It does suck. Uh, it, it definitely, like I said, it, it left a a poor taste in my mouth and a lot of other other people's mouths after... You know, after the game concluded, um, I'm just I, I'm disappointed that you had to, you know, basically do this. Um, it, it sucked. It really, really sucked. It did. But let's go move into the next track. I love this next piece right here. This is amazing. This is called The Ark.
And that was the arc from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. A absolutely gorgeous piece. Probably my favorite thing we're going to play on today's episode. Um, I, just, I, felt, I felt like filled with hope hearing a song like that. Well, yeah. Nice, nice try to play on words, too, since one of the characters' name is Hope. But, uh... <laughs> and, you know, he is on the arc, so... But, uh... Dude, I just... In my mind, I picture this as, like, a very... Like, obviously, yes, I know what the arc is meant to symbolize in, in Lightning Returns. And it just seems like this is the type of music you would expect if... You know, if, if actual the the idea of heaven was a th you know was 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 a thing, you know, like I mean, there's we, there's no way for us to know what happens when we die, but um, I I would assume that like you know you this is the type of thing you would hear if that were the case, you know, like angels and yeah. on this ark singing and just beautiful music, and that's just what I imagine to when I hear this piece of music, and and it just makes me happy, like it it it, it calms me down it, it brings me peace like this this music actually is really special uh I, I think it's very powerful this this actual track right here but um and it's powerful in the game too like it's just one of those things that you would want to just sit there and listen to which also our next track is as well like i can't wait to hear the next track but uh yeah, yeah. Well, they say in heaven love comes first you know we can make Ooh, heaven a place on earth baby do you know what that's worth Ooh, heaven is a place on earth <laughs> Hashtag Sandra Napiro. It's funny. We haven't done that in a couple weeks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, great piece of music. Love it. Let's go ahead and take a listen to the next piece of music because I love this one, too. I think you're going to like this one, too. This one is titled The Savior's Words. To the scarlet streak of light To the one that breaks the silence You illuminate the night In most awe-inspiring ways Send up from high above A name like a precious poem Let me sing the song to you Gracious Savior of our souls Was the Savior's words from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. 
reason why I said I think you would like this one? It's a bard song, dude. It's a bard. It's a bard song. Yeah, it's a bard song. I also, I also do like folk music, so. Of course, of course, of course. It's definitely good. I, you know, when you're just traveling throughout the town, you can just overhear this. This isn't something that you would absolutely, like, you would have to stop and listen to unless you wanted to. Oh, but, really? This is, yeah, this is just something that plays throughout the town. Like, you know, as, as, cool. as you get closer to the bard playing the track, you, you know, that, that obviously takes precedent and you hear it. But if you're, if you just walk right by, you'll hear it for the brief minute or a couple seconds that you're walking past, but that's it. So that's something I really loved in Skyrim as well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like that in, in a lot of games that do that. Um, Detroit Become Human. Uh, a game that you still haven't finished because you suck. But uh, the uh, there's a there's a section at the beginning of that game where you're walking around as Marcus, like the first time you play as Marcus, and you can actually stop by a fountain and listen to a guy playing a guitar. Um, fantastic, dude. I, I really did that, and I enjoyed I was streaming on Twitch, so I felt like weird just sitting there listening to this person. But that's how I play these games. Like, if something catches me and strikes me and it makes me want to listen to it, I will stop for five to ten minutes and just zone out and listen to it. And I almost did that on Twitch when I was streaming it. And I was like, dude, I can't do that. I'm, I'm streaming this for others, like, uh, which is why I don't really do Twitch anymore because I, I play games so much different than a lot of these people that do it on Twitch. So and Twitch just wasn't for me. Um, I, we'll still do the coverage like we've always said. I like the press conferences and that kind of stuff. But actual streaming gameplay wasn't for me because I play games too different. But uh, yeah, sure. you, you suck. You haven't played Detroit Become Human. You haven't finished Rise and Zero Dawn. You haven't finished uh, a lot of things that you need to finish because you suck. I'm I'm sorry that I work so much and that I play so hard. I'm sorry that I work so much and come home and go to sleep is exactly the way that was meant to be translated. <laughs> but yeah, fantastic piece of music. I wish I knew who the actual vocalist was on that track because I, I searched. Do. Who was it? Uh, it is Andreas Walmy. He's a German uh, singer. Is it really? You found out who it was? <laughs> Okay, I, I, I searched around like I looked at the official wiki. I went to like YouTube comments. I tried to figure out who it was and I could not find anything that actually said his name. People were speculating that it was Troy Baker, but there's no way that's not Troy Baker. So. He's done music. He's also done songs in uh, Final Fantasy 15, 14, Dissidia, 012, and then uh, a track for Crystal Chronicles. Wow. Okay, nice. So, yeah. Very cool. I'm glad you were able to figure that out. I wasn't able to, so. Every once in a while, the kid comes through. Don't you worry. Yeah, when he's not sleeping or working, he comes through. <laughs> All right. We got three tracks left. Let's go ahead and take a listen to a track titled Death Game.
And that was Death Game from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. A funky, groovy piece of music there, dude. I like that a lot. That's some awesome stuff, man. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, just kind of, I don't know, man, very, it, it had that surfer vibe to it. You know what I mean? Like that very California-esque, kind of like we talked about last week when on the anniversary episode when you played Sponge Cookie from Road Rash 3D. Yes. Um, it, it had just it, not, not so much to where it, it didn't sound like, you know, identical to that, but you could definitely get that vibe from it a little bit. I, I don't know. I like when they take chances and do different things like that. I really like it. It's a so. real, like, shaka bra kind of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's, let's go ziplining. <laughs> shaka bra. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, actually, in this game, after uh, Biggs and Wedge complete the death game, mm-hmm. when you see them, they're, they're actually, uh, they're playing terrorist theme. Yeah. It's pretty cool. No? Yep. I told you, Biggs and Wedge, man, they make a, an appearance in like pretty much every Final Fantasy game. <laughs> they're much like Sid. So. Like Sid, yeah. Sid's yeah. Really yeah they're, they're, they're very much like Sid. They're, they're just recurring characters that, you know, they just, there's always a character in the world named Sid. There's always a character in the world named Biggs and Wedge. So. Oh, we need that. Yeah, we absolutely do. And I hope that continues. I really, really hope that continues. But normally we'd be playing out our our last track now, but we're actually going to kick to our 16th track because we have a special playout track that we're going to do at the end of the episode. A so, bonus track. Yeah, we got a little bit of a bonus track specifically for Frank, but I but I do think that uh, that some of you will enjoy this as well. But let's go ahead and take a listen to the last thing we're going to play from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. This is Divine Love, otherwise known as the Final Battle. <laughs> That was Divine Love, otherwise known as the final battle from Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. Uh, obviously, the final battle music. And very weird because, like I said, it's not like, 
you know, you don't have this like epic score, but you have this very beautiful piece being played there at the end. And when you get to the end of Lightning Returns, you understand why that's being played as opposed to something else. But it's it's very, very good. I really like that final battle theme. It's it's well done. Like I said, the entire trilogy has a really good soundtrack. It really does. Yeah, that was a damn good song, man. Yeah, no, uh, very, very, very cool. But, but like you said, to me, it doesn't feel like it's an end song. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't, like I said. But when you actually get to the end of 13, uh, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13, and, and you see what's going on in the story, you'll it, it at least makes a little bit more sense, and it it fits the narrative a bit more than, it, than you just listening to it without context. So, but, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this kind of deep in dive into our the trilogy of Final Fantasy 13. Uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, we definitely played some good music today and we only have one episode left of Final Fantasy to do. And then we'll be closing the chapter on that one, much like we closed the chapter on Mario more uh, recently as well. And we're also closing the chapter on Zelda next month too. So we're, we're finishing the three series that we started at the beginning of BG mania and transitioning to a new way to do these in the future. So uh, it, it'll be cool. We're actually going to we're going to compare notes going forward. Like we're going to compare tracks to these episodes. So instead of me just sitting down like I did today and pick all the tracks for the, that we're going to play for the 13 trilogy, um, when we do Breath of the Wild next month and when we do um, Final Fantasy 15 next month, Frank and I are going to pick all the tracks together and compare our track picks, uh, compare our selections, basically. And anything that we have on the list that's crosses over, we're going to use those as, you know, the official picks. And then anything that doesn't cross over, we will make our case and argue for them to be included in the show. But at the end of the day, when we do a, a focus on one game, we're not going to have more than 14 or 16 tracks apiece. So there might be some episodes with 14. There might be some with 16 if we have some really good stuff. So, but it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun doing it that way. That way it gives Frank, it gives you something more to do as well, because, you know, there are a lot of episodes where you just kind of sit back and listen as opposed to actually having a hand well, in yeah, the selection. Actually, you know, if I get to hear the whole soundtrack and kind of cherry pick some out, I can, you know, definitely have more of an emotional connection to the song. <laughs> yes, indeed. Much like this bonus track we're about to hear, which Much I like feel this a bonus deep, track. Deep, deep emotional connection to. Yeah. I feel it's the most Final Fantasy song I've ever heard. It's not, but... I, I when this is from Final Fantasy 13 2 this is the uh, the Chocobo theme called Crazy Chocobo and when I first heard this track in the game I couldn't stop laughing I, I don't get me wrong I love metal metal is my genre I love heavy metal I do I make no no ifs ands or buts about that I just choose not to play most metal stuff on the show because Frank tends to lean more towards metal and I, I want there to be a variety on the show but uh, I I do love my metal but there are things that metal just doesn't fit with. And I think that, yes, I love listening to metal covers of Final Fantasy songs or video game songs in general. But to be an official song, it just seems really, really weird. So this is done by the same uh, Shooter HG, the guy we listened to earlier that did uh, Limit Break from Final Fantasy 13 too. Same guy. But this time, Crazy Chocobo is his 100% original composition. So he submitted this track to Square Enix. And they liked it enough to include it. <laughs> and it's included so much so that this is one of the only things you ever hear later in the end of the game when you get on a chocobo. So you hear this freaking all the time. All the time. Oh, well, thank God, because the song is great. 
Uh, very, very heavy metal, speed metal, thrash metal, whatever you want to call it. A very, very metal. But uh, yeah, I the reason I included it at the end because I know a lot of people may not like it as much as others. So I put it at the end so that way if you don't want to listen to it, you can turn it off. I didn't want to put it in the middle of the episode because of that reason. So that was why. But uh, yeah, dude, that's going to bring us to the close of this episode today. Unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here. Just how amazing the journey this Final Fantasy thing has been. Uh, we only got one more spotlight on Final Fantasy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, there will be episodes where we play music from some of the spinoffs. Of course. Uh, of course we'll, will. we'll definitely re- revisit some of these episodes because I, I've been having some fun lately coming up with ideas to, you know, for more episodes. So I, I definitely have quite a bit more going on here. But uh, I, I do think that, um, you know, as after we knock out some of these themed episodes I want to do uh, throughout the next couple of years, we are going to have to just start picking games and focusing on those for our episodes because. You know, we will run out of ideas eventually. We will run out of oh, ideas. I can't, I, I can't wait for our Guitar Hero episode. We're not doing a Guitar Hero episode. But we will, we will run out of ideas eventually to where we have to pick, like, okay, this random game. Not necessarily a random game, but, like, where we did, uh, we could do, like, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles and just dedicate an episode to that or something like that. Like, we would have to do that at some point in the future just because we will run out of things to do eventually, so. And if you guys have ideas, shoot them our way. Absolutely, as we always say. Um, remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. We are always taking submissions. And remember, we are doing a complete fan submission episode this Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving. It'll be uploaded on the same day. Um, we we want to have at least 12 tracks in the episode, preferably more. So you have plenty of time to get those into us, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. But thanks, as always, for sticking with us and listening to another episode made possible by leveldowngames.com. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to show your support by leaving a review. And if you aren't already, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games, we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to you on a daily basis. Remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Sport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. Be sure to also follow us over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all the live streams and events. And we can also be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box below for the appropriate links. Next week, it's the end of the month, and we are doing Radio Hour, Volume 13. Frank and I will come equipped with five tracks each. We'll have one track from Jessica and one track from you on that episode, as always. So it'll be a fun time. Actually, I already have all, well, I have four of my five picked. Um, I have one. So uh, <laughs> don't you worry. I'll have I'll have my. Uh... I have I have four of my five picks. Spoiler alert: the other game I want to highlight next week is Octopath Traveler. So I haven't played that game yet. So I don't know what music I want to play yet. So uh, once I gotta what... figure out what song I'm playing from Portal Two. Don't you worry. <laughs> Please don't Portal 2. But yeah, we'll, we'll be doing uh, Radio Hour Volume 13 next week. It'll be a lot of fun. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have Crazy Chocobo from Final Fantasy 13 2. Keep the music playing. And, and keep, keep it loud. Hey, I'm let you get along with that too long. Okay, that's it. It's been a week now. You've done that every single show. That's it. No more. You need to stop it. It's my thing. Make, make keep me. the music playing and keep it loud. Yeah.